Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Mojo Moments. I'm your host, Dan Calder. For last week's episode, I sat down with Amy Black, who's a publisher at Random House, and we talked about some books to get your mojo. Well, for this week's episode, we want to recap the books that have had the biggest impact on all our guests until now and expand on the reading list that we put out last week. And we start with Andy Nolman. He actually wrote a couple of best-selling books, so we want to hear what he had to say about his reading habits during the COVID lockdown. Listen up. So what are you reading right now that you love? Let's see. There's a long, I, I read a book called, uh, actually, I can look at my, my bookshelf, which is right behind me, Successful Aging uh, by Dan Levitan, uh, who wrote a book, Your Brain on Music. Uh, I read all his stuff. The guy's brilliant. And, uh, you know, one hopes, uh, especially these days, seeing the alternative that, that they get older. So I thought this was a good guideline to it. That, that was the m- most recent. But I'm reading books by, you know, friends. I'm, I'm really reading a lot of blog posts and um, magazines because they're all popping up on, on Facebook. I mean, a lot of the Atlantic more than I've ever done before, the New Yorker. But I'm also reading a lot of stuff that I'm writing because I'm, I'm taken to writing things just for the sake of documenting them. Uh, I, I wrote a story the other day about uh, the, the, the basically the funniest night of my life. And uh, it's a story that, that I've, I'm told a few times. I've never documented it. And I wanted to make sure that, that somehow, some way, it, it had a place in the world. So I've written that and read it over and over and over and making sure it's right. So uh, there's a lot. Always great to hear what someone like Annie has to say. Now we turn to Christiane Germain of the Germain Hotels Group. She explains what books have had a huge impact on her in the business world. Listen up. What book have you read in the last while that has a, had a big impact on you? Well, I, I read a book some, a couple of years ago written by uh, Howard Schultz, the okay. uh, founder of Starbucks. Yeah. And the book was uh, Onward. It was about the turnaround when he came back and how he did the turnaround of his company because he had left the company and then he came back because it wasn't going so well after he left, bringing back the culture of the company and the values of what Starbucks was all about and going back to the origin of his company to make sure that the values he built the company on were still there. Yeah, that's a book that I keep it's always close to me. And I think in what we are going through right now, it's going to be helpful. Yeah. Helpful is like almost like a guiding light for people to navigate through. Uh, yeah. This period. And, and you know, it's uh, when I talk with my teams and talk about different things we should do. And, and I always go back to when we started and it, <laughs> I keep telling them, you know, I don't want to sound like an older, but you have, and I, and I remember when we opened the hotel in Montreal, the one you actually uh, stole your coffee and... your business. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I remember what my thinking was when I started that hotel and how I was working. And I communicate that to the team because I I'm telling them now, I'm telling them, you know, this is, this is what I had in mind when we started this company. You can really see here that Onward had an important impact 
on Christiane and really aligns with how she sees her business and its development. Next in line is Bernard Mariette from Lole. He talked about the books and people inspired him most and gave him mojo. Which book has had the biggest impact on you in the last couple of years? I think it's even bigger than that. So maybe it's because I'm deep into meditation and the Dalai Lama book, The Universe in an Atom, is just unbelievable. And I didn't, I mean, usually when books have an impact on me, I don't read them once. I read them like a kid, three times, four times, five times, and then I, I read them again. So that one really had an impact. The letters of Einstein are just unbelievable also, as strong as the Dalai Lama. One of the books who just inspired me the most was A Long Walk to Freedom. What's that book? By Mandela. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a really great book done by a great man. All three books have inspired people. So you're clearly drawn to engaging with that type of... I'm not a good reader anymore. I, I read this kind of thing because I like them. And there is a humanity aspect I love about politics, about peace, about values which I love, and, and uh, it doesn't only inspire me. I mean, that's maybe too strong, but it makes me feel good. These kind of leaders of the humanity and the world have these kind of values. It's always interesting to hear where inspiring people like Banal get their mojo. Speaking of inspiring people, Mitch Joel actually wrote some best-selling books like Control-Alt-Delete and six pixels of separation. So naturally, I want to know which books he would take on a desert island. So I'm just wondering, do you ever feel like an imposter at times? I had imposter syndrome for a very, very long time, for sure. And part of it had to do with the fact that I never graduated from college. And I just always felt like I had to outrun everyone else. I had to learn more, read more, do more. And I fell down this rabbit hole with a mutual friend of ours and uh, someone who was a guest on your show, Andy Nallman, when I worked for him at Airborne Mobile. And the first day, he sort of handed me a Tom Peters book, and I just thought, I don't want to read. That's part of the reason why I didn't want to continue on in college. Like I just didn't want to <laughs> read anymore. And I read the book because he was like, you got to read this. And it changed my life. It was a great book. I realized that books don't have to be boring. They don't have to be stagnant. They don't have to be didactic. They don't have to be textbook-like. And that sent me down a very, very deep rabbit hole. I started reading a lot. I then, uh, you know, a couple friends, one of them had, had done an MBA and was quite successful and moved down to the States and was a big exec in pharma. And one day in the summer while we were hanging out, he said, you know, he's like, you've probably read more than 10 MBAs because he's constantly asking me for books and we would talk about things. In, I think, one of your first blog posts, at least on Six Pixels. So this is pre-podcast. I don't know when, I, the early 2000s. In the same day you published... Reading. These are some books that are must-reads. Anyone thinking about marketing and starting a business should take a look at these gems. And you have there, Starting Your Career as a Freelance Illustrator, The Graphic Designer's Guide to Clients, The Brand U 50, The Project 50, The Professional Services Firm 50, Survival's Not Enough, Purple Cow. Yeah. So the question, drum roll, <laughs> if you had to, of all the books you've read, go on an island and you can only have one book, which one would it be? Yeah, it's a tough one, the amount of books that I read. Um, I think it would be Tom Peters' Reimagine, which is very hard to find now. I have a bunch of copies of it in hardcover. And the reason I say that is only because there's a lot in it. It's very sort of blog-like in how it was written, but it's highly visual and graphic too. 
and I like the rawness of it. And I don't know if it stands the test of time because I haven't read it in forever. And so if it doesn't stand the test of time, I would probably go with The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield, which is a book that I read and reread multiple times a year. That is all about how you break through what he would call writer's block as being the resistance. But I think it's anything that stops us from doing the work that we were meant to do. Those two, you know, very different, diametrically opposed. So Pressfield, for sure, for the content. But if I was sort of like, didn't want to be bored, <laughs> I would probably go with the Tom Peters book, Reimagine. War of Art's funny. I just picked that up in January. Oh, it's a killer. Again, I'm late to the party. Great book. Great, <laughs> great book. Yeah, That will not let you down. I've read it three times. Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. It's, it's a teeny little book, but it's brilliant. Brilliant. And jumping from one famed author to another with Ellen Antonio, she wrote the ultimate book on Eric Molson called Back to Beer and Hockey. And during our conversation, she identified some of the books that were most helpful in getting mojo, both for her and her clients. If there's another wave of COVID and there's no internet this time, Ooh. and you got to take one book with you, what is that book? Oh, that's interesting. That's, that's interesting. Uh... There's a book called Thinking Fast and Slow, Kahneman. He's won the Nobel Prize on economics. He's, I think, I think even Michael Lewis has written a book about Kahneman and his partner. So I think it's called The Undoing Project. But the reason I'm thinking about it is this question of bias, these unconscious biases that we have. And so I always find it fascinating to think more about that or to read more about that, because even in this time that we're talking about, yes, there's COVID, but there's all the stuff that's happening with uh, racism and even question myself about my own unconscious biases that I might have. And so reading mm -hmm. those books, it's helpful to sort of just get your mind going. I think the book I would reread again is Talking to Strangers, so that I, the Malcolm Gladwell one, his recent yeah. one. It really struck a nerve. I haven't read it. I haven't read it. What was it? That's why we call it the rabbit hole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in a nutshell, and I'm going to do a bad job of this. We assume that we know someone. So your unconscious biases, for good or bad, like we make quick judgment calls on people and we're actually dreadfully bad at it. It's the same stuff. Uh, we do really a bad job of judging uh, but it really woken me to something uh, I never really thought about and uh, interesting stuff. That's a wrap on our bonus episode where we did a recap of our various guests where they share with us their favorite books. I'd like to thank the team and thank Chris Vellin for his music. Remember, if you like this podcast, share it. Slam the old five-star button. If you got one of those, show me where it is on your keyboard. Take care, be safe, and speak soon. Everything.